You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with two friends, also husband and wife, Howie and Lauren Lang from Lang Construction and their badass brand, Gorilla Stone. Now, if you have a renovation, where do you start? Maybe it's a kitchen counter. Um, who knows? You have no idea where to start. I don't even know where to start. I don't think anybody knows where to start anymore. But you need somebody that can help you. You need somebody that understands this business, somebody that can do a lot of work or maybe just a little bit of work. And this is an organization that can do that for you. The last few years, while everybody's been in lockdown, re- renovation frenzy, everybody wants to renovate their kitchen. There's a company that was already dedicated to making that great transformation a reality. And their Gorilla Stone product is absolutely unbelievable. You got to follow them on Instagram. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But one thing that they did is they ran into a problem. How do they find the products or how do you find the products? How do you find the people when you need to be able to create these jobs? Now, just like any necessity is the mother of innovation. It's also the father of entrepreneurship. Who's better than we got a mom and a dad right here in a construction renovation, a stone and tile business than our next guest. These two are amazing. If you follow them on Instagram, you probably want to go on vacation with them because it looks freaking unbelievable. (laughs) Um, But we're so excited to have Howie and Lauren here, owners of Land Construction and also owners of their badass brand, Gorilla Stone. Welcome, and uh, we're so excited to have you on this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. You are welcome. Great I think, intro. I think you would rather vacation with us than work with us. <laughs> I'm going to second that. I'm going to second that. There's no argument there. I 100% want to vacation with you. Because we know how to vacation. Yes, you do know how to vacation. We have to. I mean, yeah. when you work all the time as much as we do we have to stop and go and we still work on vacation so i mean i know it looks amazing but i'm not taking pictures of us like on our computers (laughs) thursday like doing payroll before we go get on scooters in key west you know like we're literally locked in our room getting all of our shit done so that everybody else can still function while we're gone listen we're still hung over from yesterday (laughs) because we played golf all day it took six hours to play 18 holes we're not golfers and (laughs) you know by the end we're just yeah two sheets to the wind (laughs) I love it. So tell us, um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, Howie, you can start. Tell us, oh. you know, I know if we, I start, we, she doesn't get a chance. All right, well, then, Lord, you start, <laughs> let, let and, then, start. and then we'll jump. My, we'll jump. My story's Howie. way shorter. <laughs> it's way shorter. Um, I, I don't, I don't know really where to start. I, I guess I, um, I started in construction in 2015. Um, how he actually hired me, which is the fun story of all of it. Um, Smart man. I was I was working for my mom. I was going to build a building. That's why I'm here. And uh, <laughs> how he was going to build it. The building fell through. How he's like, I think you need to come work for me. I'm like, I know nothing about construction. <laughs> he said, it doesn't matter. You can do sales. That's, all, that's what I need you for. And I'm like, great. So we ended up starting she, to work She together. forgot the best part. What? I asked her how much she made. We were all drinking oh. one night. I asked her how much she made. <laughs> She told me, I said, I'll double it. I said, oh, I said come I, work for me. And I was Well, the funny sold. thing is, I was, I I was joking. <laughs> I waited a week. And I and then I like circled back. I was like, hey, were you serious? Because he goes, oh, what did I offer you? And I'm like, is this Hold a on. test? You, <laughs> you slow played a double on your, on your that's well, amazing. I was well with played. My, well, my mom, I mean, I was with her for 10 years. And sure. that was tr- really hard. I mean, yeah. I raised my kids in that office. She's the naturopath. So it was, it was my home. But I needed a change. Yeah. And I and I needed exactly what Howie was offering me, and I went to work for his former company, Tillman Lang Group. And unbeknownst to me, the partnership was not 
going in the same direction. And so at the end of, I think it was only 10 months when I worked for you, he goes, Brett and I are going to split. You can go with him or you can come with me. And I said, I'll go with you, but you got to make me a partner because I'm not your bitch. So I said, not equal. She said, I'm not, I'm not your secretary. I said, I'm not your secretary. <laughs> this isn't the 50s. You can't open your bottom drawer with scotch and slap me on the ass. There you go. There you go. So, <laughs> I still did that. <laughs> <laughs> Farther down the road. But yeah, yeah so we ended up starting our company together um, in 2000, early 2016. And, um, January. Yeah. yeah, January. And yeah. so it just kind of. I, it just kind of snowballed, so it's it's amazing. I love amazing. it. Let's jump to you. I know you got a hell Short of a story, version. and it, it yeah. starts with the Marines, or at oh, least geez. maybe before the Marines. But you are a Marine, and I know that plays a huge role in who you are as a person. Well, yeah, kind of started yeah. before then, though. He poured all the concrete pads in South Park, so he was in oh. the thick of it. Yeah, so I started in construction when I was eighteen, right out of high school. Didn't go to college. Did that for four years. Then I tried to go to school. That didn't work out. I, I couldn't do the homework thing. So I said, well, what can I do? So I wanted to, I just was like, you know, I want to kill people. So I went to the recruiter's office. He, he said, what do you want to learn how to do? And he said, I would just want to learn how to kill people. And he said, he said, you came to the right place. He, he's, it was the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. And the Marine guy just said, you're coming in here. And he's like, and then he watched it. He sat me in and watched a video. And two weeks later, I was at Paris Island. Wow. And my next four years was down at Camp Lejeune and all over the world and it was fun and sucked at the same time. It wouldn't change anything, but fast forward, I got a job on Wall Street. Got, no, well, you can't skip the bail bond. Okay, so I was a bail bondsman when I got out of the Marines, came back to Charlotte, worked for Worldwide Bonding, and I was a bail bondsman slash bounty hunter. Wow. And <laughs> I did that for a little over a year, year and a half almost, and um, I finally was, I was reading the newspaper at the office one night. I was working third shift, on one of the nights we weren't chasing skips and I was I was fascinated by the stock symbols. And so I just was like, well, you know, let's see what I can do with this. And I just reading them and following them and every day I would look at them and I was like, oh, FTU, that's first union. Oh, that's that's a, a dollar different than yet. And I was like, oh, I could make money doing this. So I didn't know, so I'm researching and figuring out and there was no way to do it like without a lot of money. So I was like, I, I gotta work on Wall Street. So I started applying to all these firms and just, I mean, probably a hundred over the course of like six months, maybe a year. Finally got a call from one firm and they basically, they basically said, come up for an interview. And it was the day before the day that the, the NASDAQ crashed like crazy in March of 2000. That was like the top of the intercom, uh, the, the com bubble. Mm -hmm. It was that day I got the job. So wow. all I learned when I first got there was stocks in a bear market. I didn't learn stocks going up. I learned stocks going down. So within seven months, I got I I was working with a group of guys, and they were like, basically, we had access to the floor of the stock exchange. So I'd call our two dollar broker on the floor and give these guys looks, and then and then they would like they would say, "What's going on in in letter T?" Which is um, at the time AT and T. And they said, Let, what's going on in letter T? And I would call the floor and there's a half a million to buy, no sellers in sight. I'd call them up, they would buy a bunch, sell it an hour or two later, make a ton of money, meet me down at the pier, give me a handful of cash. <laughs> that, that's what I That's how I supplemented my $30,000 base salary working for on the, on the agency desk as an assistant trader. 
So then, you know, fast forward, I got a job with those guys. And then I learned, eventually learned how to make money after trying to quit three times because it was so hard, but <laughs> eventually started making good money and kind of went out on my own and, um, and did that for like nine years. And then fast forward, I ended up in California and then, you know, 2010, I went bankrupt because I had too much real estate and too many bought a skateboard company, a bunch of bullshit. And then I just lost it all and moved back to Charlotte, lived in my brother-in-law's house um, in his basement and uh, with my family and two kids and uh, and then started started construction with my brother-in-law. We were just like, I was literally the worker, was doing like, he had a GC license, but he was in the mortgage business. So I was using his license. We were doing little shit at apartments and like just handyman stuff. And I did that for almost... I don't know, six months to a year. And then we had a chance to bid on this property that I wore. I'm, I had a relationship with the property manager there. We, we started just, she was like, well, you know, you guys think you could renovate apartments? I was like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it took us forever to put this bid together because we didn't know what we were doing. We had source cabinets, flooring, all this stuff. So I finally figured it out. And within six months after we got the bid, I mean, even my mother-in-law at the back, stop doing that. You need to go work for the bank. You need to stop chasing these dreams of making money, blah, blah, blah. So I, um, I was like, you know, first of all, I was like, fuck you. And then second of all, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to figure this out. And so if we finally got the job, uh, the, one of the big corporate people from Texas, it was, it was Camden Properties, actually. It was our first real job. And, and they came in and they said it was the best renovation they had seen in 25 years from, for our first test unit. And so they gave us a $1.4 million contract and we didn't have any workers. We didn't have shit. <laughs> like awesome. it was me and him and like a guy named Tito. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, and so we, we, we figured it out. I, I, I actually wanted to write a book years ago called how to make a, how to build a $10 million company on Craigslist because that's what I did. Everything, everything we did was off of Craigslist back then. Like this is 2010. And that's when I started and it, you know, within five years, we were up to $10 million a year and, and then we split and me and Lauren started over again. All wow. What way, a story. All man. the way My back God. over. That, that left out a lot of details, yeah, yeah, but yeah, sure. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. we only have so much time. Yeah. <laughs> now gorilla stone. Yeah. That's a whole different, I don't know if you want to get into that. Yeah, I do. Well, so you guys, you know, with lane construction, I first, before we jump into gorilla stone, both of you are our parents. Both of you, you know, are, are now together. You grew a business together. Uh, you know, in the world that we live in, there are a lot of, of, of relationships that, that don't work out, right? But you have kids that are involved. And I think that's a challenge for a lot of people. You guys seem to be thriving in that. You guys seem like to be able to just come together and, and make that work. And maybe that's just the outside looking in, but it's tough, right? It's tough for split families to be able to make it work specifically for your kids. It's really tough. And being a business owner, right? Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's tough being a parent and being a business owner, much less doing that on, on, on opposite side so what is your advice for people that are going through that because this is completely against construction right uh, and then this is just off the hip I'm just curious because I think that it's it's something that's going to be important as we continue to grow because I think there's a lot of people that this is going to be things that just happen over and over again well the blended family thing is definitely a challenge for us because how we he wanted a 10 year younger wife. I have 10 year younger kids. So, you know, I mean, like his, our kids are, his kids are 22 and 19. They're out of the house, but mine are still little. Mine are 13 and 10, which I say little, but they're not. But yeah. they're still starting over in his perspective because when we met, they were four and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is a challenge. I mean, it, it's, it was actually really nice that they weren't the same age, 
but it also was really hard coming in as a stepmom to a 14-year-old little girl who loves you and then all of a sudden hates you because you're the reason every all bits of her life fell apart, which I really wasn't, but yeah. it looked like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we've really worked through it. And you know, Jameson, how his son has actually worked for us, so he's been able to have a perspective of, of how hard it is of what we do. And He worked for us for a couple of years. He worked for us, he quit, him. he was hired back, then how we fired him. Then I mean, like, there's a whole thing. And then Emmy, his daughter, also worked for us for a little bit. So I think getting them to understand our lives, because kids are so selfish, and rightfully so, because that's all they know, that you are here for them. So for them to step outside and be able to see what we do all day long, and this is why they have the life that they do, and this is why we still, as a married couple, we're together 23 hours a day. We still don't do bathroom stuff together. That's, that's, <laughs> we leave that that's to it. each, that's, that's, that's it. it. But they, you know, they don't, they see us all the time together, work together, fight together, make up to, you know, like it's, it's a constant thing that I think it's important for them to see what we go through because then they remove themselves a little bit of like, oh my gosh, they had a really hard day. Maybe I should kind of like be a decent kid in the evening which is great you know i mean and we actually have really good kids we're really lucky but it's still a struggle i mean we still have a lot of disagreements about would you do this how would you you know like my son actually just went to dc for a school trip and it was really a struggle for me because howie as a marine is like don't send your kid to dc right now i mean we're in the middle like putin's insane Mm -hmm. you're sending your kid basically to the hot spot and i'm like i freaked out i didn't know what to do um, and, and we kind of had a little disagreement about it. It ended up one of the kids' fathers kind of like ninja shadowed in the background who was uh, jujitsu, like back belt. So how he was like, okay. Which I is feel- great against a nuclear weapon. Right. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. uh, you're not going to yeah. do shit uh, yeah, like with your good. nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. but, but just exactly. to have some, like, some of the eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But just to have some eyes on him, it made us comfortable. But it was a disagreement of ours, yeah. you know? Like, and I'm like, what do I do? Do I, do I go with what I you know, so we ended up letting him go, but only because of that. But it was a struggle. It's something that's still a fight for us. So we're it. still working through it. Well, and what you said, I think, is important for any parent. I mean, me and my wife, we have young three and one year olds, yeah. so really young. And we disagree on, on certain things. Yeah. But one thing that is going to be the number one thing for me and, and her is to let them know not only how grateful they are to live in this country, but what hard work gets them. Right. Yeah. Like you are not gifted anything. And I no. think there's a lot of parents out there that. They try to reward their kids for not achieving shit, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like you need to be able to teach them when they're 18 years old, they can go out and be on their own. Uh, and and I don't know. I feel like you guys will will be doing that. And, and maybe it's tough love. Maybe it's real love. You know, I don't know. You're not doing them any favors to give them everything. Yeah. You know, you, you're 100%. not helping them become. I, we constantly have this thing. We are raising somebody's husband. We're raising somebody's wife. We're raising somebody's mother. You know, and if we're not going to show them how to do it probably mostly wrong the first time but maybe the second time around right you know then then we're not helping anything we're not helping their future by just giving them everything well like my son is 22 now he's he bought his first house at 19 when he was still working for us bought his first house at 19 already sold it made like 65 grand on his first sell of the house lives in an apartment now took some of his money started his business he has a he has he has a sound recording business he's a he's a producer, producer and he has his own like what what do you call it? Oh, a, he has a whisper a, booth. A sound booth, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So he has all this set up in a, in an office in Noda, and that's what he does for a living. Yeah. He makes a living off of it at 22. Yeah, that's all. He's awesome. so wow. far ahead of, that where I was at that age, but I've constantly pushed him his whole life to be that. Mm-hmm. To Howie's him. such a good reader, too. I mean, he reads like seven books at once. 
and he's constantly trying to learn and he's passed that down to his kids and the ki- all of our, all four of our kids see us read a lot not me as much as Howie but it's always a part of his morning routine to read and I think it's so important that that's how he gets his education he doesn't have a formal education and you know I mean I do have a college degree in psychology which sometimes helps and sometimes doesn't but um sorry Howie but it didn't you know it's true but it's not what I do for a living like his entire education is through the books that he's read and it's amazing what he's been able to accomplish and yeah unfortunately like I had parents blue collar parents still to this day and they didn't pass me a lot of that like I had good parents I felt like but I didn't have like parents that taught me that there's more to life it was all about just get a job and just get by you know and I just didn't that didn't sit with me there was something in me that wanted more and I still I feel like I've still done nothing to this day I still feel like nothing like I want like there's so much that I still have to do and I'm 51 years old and I've only got a few more years I gotta like I need to like you, come on. You got more than come that. On, man. Come on, man. I, when come I on. say a few more years to sell this business, oh, I'm like, man, I gotta call my agent. Have his life insurance. Howie looks like he's 38, <laughs> by the way. Howie looks like he's 38 years old. Yeah. He's 51. So I love what you Thanks. said about being, you know, in business. And and look, if you're an entrepreneur, and and this is what we've learned, or at least I've learned on this podcast, you have to be willing to take risk. But most of them have lost it all, right? Most of them yeah. have made failures where they could have gone from everything couple to nothing. Times. Couple yeah. times, right? And and but that gets that drive, right? And you believed in yourself. Um and that's I think Sometimes. the thing that's well <laughs> yeah. you I, believed in yourself I, more times than not to yeah, get to this true, point. True. Yeah. True. So let's I want to jump into so with Lane Construction, you guys have created an amazing business, but now you've also transitioned that into an amazing brand called Gorilla Stone, which mm-hmm. is cool as hell. Tell me about how that transition happened and what's that done for your business. But also tell us what is it? So Gorilla Stone is basically a K&B, a kitchen and bath. We, we, we specialize in, in countertops, top bathroom tile, like anything to do with your bathroom or your kitchen. That's what Gorilla Stone is. It's, it's laying con- construction condensed into the kitchen and bath only. But it can be outside as well. I mean, there are yeah, outdoor kitchens. Any, any so it's, like yeah. stone fabrication. When I say stone, I'm talking about countertops, yep. not like physical stone. So that's kind of what it is, but it came out, it, it didn't start that way. It started, we had three apartment complexes that all needed granite. So we went, so when I started in this business, everybody was using Formica countertops. So it was simple, it was cheap, simple to install, the carpenters did it. Well now, nobody uses that anymore. Everybody goes to either granite or quartz and even apartments so and we were doing a lot of apartments and so we had we got these contracts with this big company out of LA and we were doing countertops in Connecticut and two properties here in Charlotte and we had about 30 to 50 a month to do wow and we started and we had to I had four we had four fabricators working for us we didn't remember who was fucking doing what (laughs) like we were all over the place and they couldn't keep up they couldn't keep up because everyone's got these two and three week lead times and I'm pushing these guys, paying them a little more than I should have, but whatever. So finally I was like, you know what? I woke up at three, I was not sleeping. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning. I was like, there's gotta be a better way. So I got on eBay and Alibaba. I was looking at fucking saws. I was like, maybe we should just start our own shit, like cut our own, fabricate everything. I didn't know anything about the business, anything. I was like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm 49, I was 49 at the time. I was like, I need to be like coming, you know? So, 
I'm trying to chill, and now I'm going to start a whole new yeah. business I don't know anything so, about. Right. right. <laughs> so, so long story short, we bought a saw. Within six months, it was installed in our shop. We were cutting about three three kitchens a day. Um, we're doing pumping out 12 to 15 a week on average, and things changed for us. Well, then the saw, it wasn't a good one. It was a $50,000 saw. It was breaking all the time. Shit was happening. It was like, and it was brand new. So, I, I, so Lauren shows me this fucking LinkedIn, LinkedIn video <laughs> of this amazing saw. Well, backwards, we, we needed to start a new company for this, the saw and everything. Lauren came up. You want to fill this in? Oh, so my kids call Howie the gorilla. Because, <laughs> oh, there it is. So that's so everybody, always, it's everybody always asks us, how, how did you guys come up with Gorilla Stone? My, my kids call Howie the gorilla because I, I sell the same story every time. How he can either be Coco Gorilla in the Mist, teaching sign language and like hugging people and like being I don't sweet. Know sign and he doesn't know sign language, <laughs> but you know, Coco, yeah. Coco that gorilla is like yeah. the sweet gorilla, whatever in that in that movie. Or he can be King Kong, which is like destruction and destroying buildings and like just having a shit storm of a day and just watch out. So we call him the gorilla because he can be either or. And so we're talking, we're like, well, all right, so fine. We just have to hurry up and come up with a name. What do we do? What do we do? And um, we're throwing out all these names. We didn't want it to say Lang. We didn't want that. I'm like, why don't we just call it Gorilla Stone? And he's like, oh, that's it. Done. Like, let's just move on. Next. So we had no idea that we were going to be able to kind of create a brand with it. How we actually did um, a contest on Instagram. Yeah, it was $1,000 cash for whoever could create the best logo that we would actually use. We had kids send stuff, like seven-year-old awesome. kids, we got about, like, like everybody Somewhere around did. 50, 50 logos. Yeah. There was a couple good ones. Most of them were shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. people just wanted, like, I mean, just garbage. Yeah. Like, you Like, know. actual professionals were worse than the kids. Yeah. It was amazing. But, yeah. you know. Not shocking. No. no but no. some no. chick from Atlanta did it, and she pulled it off, and, it, and th- this was the original logo, and then we just converted, like... I mean, Emma's wearing the shirt right there, yep. and she's like, "Just the so that's kind of on our hats and shit." So it's 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 cool. Yeah. It's like I'm, I was in um, Miami the last time, and I'm wearing the hat, and I was at a bar, and the the bartender was like, "What brand is that?" He's like, "I've said, seen that before." My brand, motherfucker. Like, no, you haven't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. That's There's freaking the power awesome. Of the merch. So yeah. so she shows me the saw right. Yes, I and got sucked. I in. talked to the sales guy. Next thing you know, they're flying us down there. It happened to be Super Bowl weekend last year, and um, we're like, "Oh shit!" If they're flying us down Super Bowl, how much does this damn thing cost? Yeah. yeah, and they paid for everything and took us out. Whatever. We ended up buying this thing, and here it is, a year and a month, a year and two months later, we just got it into our shop. It's not even. It's not installed. even running yet. No. <laughs> we have to have it installed. It's just so physically in our presence now. But you know, at least you can see it. But yes. no, it's there. Like it's it's actually real. But it's now the you only put pe- it together. It's the only piece of equipment that appreciated in value from the time I bought. We paid <laughs> yeah. three hundred for it. It caught the same saw. Now they charge three eighty for. Wow, they hey, have to. That's pretty sweet. I mean, they have to. That's what Howie a couple times he was like, "Should we just sell it?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> Be no. done with gorilla stuff. Listen, everything is for sale with Howie Lang. Everything. So you guys not only bought the saw, you also bought your own new building, Ooh. which is over yeah. there on Tybola behind Costco. Um, that's going to be incredible. Tell us, I know that's a, another journey and anything in the construction space is a journey right now, but tell us about that new space and, uh, and what is that going to be able to do for, for not only your business, but as you guys continue to grow in the next five to 10 years? Well, I, we, we bought the space cause we were renting and that we was, it, that, that was his own challenge. Um, so we were, we were fortunate to buy before, um, 
the area actually kind of blew up because they're now putting a Starbucks in that area. We're right by that McLaren dealership. I mean, yep. we go and we look all over the place because our, you know, we had to hurry up and figure out where's our new home because we were working again from our kitchen table, um, which was not awesome waking up in the morning and having, I love you, Emma, but having her like as a first person that I see, like literally coming out of my room, like still in my robe. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it, they're in my house again. <laughs> so um, oh, we're like a family. That's why I yeah. wear my robe. Right yeah. <laughs> but um, so we, we, Howie and I just looked all over the place. We found this building. It was like where people go to die. It was like a murder cave. And so we were like, we can do this better because nobody can see the vision, but we can. So we bought it. Well, the only reason why we bought it is because when because we were first looking at it a lambo went by a mclaren went by Rolls like, Royce what went the by? fuck is down this dead end road we drive down there as soon as we like called the broker we drive to the end of the road and there's a conasag um, the 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 basically the largest mclaren dealership in the whole usa is next to us and they have to pass our five shop. five five hundred a thousand feet away and they have to pass our shop to get to their place. Yeah, so we actually, we, um, we're we doing a showroom out front. We're just like everyone else. We're going through the same permitting yeah. process, the same weight, the same inflation charge. You know, like everything is hitting yeah. us the same as everybody else. So we're finally through permitting. I think we start grading in about a week and a half. Two weeks, yeah, something like so that. So we're, I mean, we're hopefully going to have our showroom piece. Probably July. Yeah. We're, we're hopeful. Probably, we'll, we'll be doing a big grand opening. You guys will be invited. Love it. But we're we're gonna yeah it'll be a good party. We'll have a DJ, catered food. Dude, I'm not, nothing, nothing you, a party nothing you out do. Of it, yeah, no nothing way. you do is not a party. Let's <laughs> be honest. Well, Let's well, be you honest. You guys sell the the consumer? Or are you builders only? Or are you you know? What's, yeah, we're what's residential and commercial. Um, yeah, we we're kind of all over as far as like who we sell to. We started just in the apartment industry because. Mm -hmm. That's all I knew. That's what we did. That's and then I tried to stay away from residential. COVID hit, apartments dropped. Nobody was moving out, nobody was moving in. It was like they just stopped spending money, the apartment complexes. So we started getting all these people at home like sit in their house all day and they're not spending money. They're and they're still working. They're not going on vacation. They didn't and do anything. And they're like, oh, I need to do my kitchen. Oh, I need to do my back. Well, it's like, not just that. The husband's home. The kids yeah. are home. Everybody was home. So, and people are like, so everybody started. Face. They all started to do, <laughs> want to do projects. But the only problem with the residential market is like you have to be doing, you know, I mean, there's good margins, but you have to be doing a lot of them to make money at one time. Right. And the apartments are a little different because it's still the same. You have to do a lot of them, but it's they're easy because it's the same fucking thing over mm -hmm. and over again. It's just autopilot. Once you get going, you can keep going. The houses, it's different. It's Every one of them is yep. custom. So, you know, it takes a little bit to get going. So it took us a little while. Now we kind of got a, a good system it. down. To be fair, we hated, I hated residential. It. I hate yeah. Howie hates it because he yeah. likes, he does like the commercial side of things because it's all about ROI. It's yep. all about what, you know, like to sit there with somebody yeah. who want, can't pick a paint color for two weeks. Oh. And that's why we hired Emma, actually, who is a designer. I call myself, I'm, I'm the fake designer. Emma's the real one. She <laughs> actually has the education behind it. And she's amazing. And she can actually sit with somebody and be patient with them. And it's, it's great. But how he likes the commercial side of things, because it's like gray is gray. Great. Paint it. Fine. Whatever. Who cares? What's going to sell the fastest? What's, what are people going to like the most? And you just do it. And it's fast. All residential is, it's their home. Yep. It's not rented space. It's, well, it's their home. Well, for example, we, we have a client that we just finished a, a we're finishing a 32 unit property for him, small little boutique property. It's and, Cotswold adjacent, and which means it's, it's still dicey. Basically, Greer Heights. 
But he. Cost relevant, Jason. I know. He, <laughs> right. he, I think he. Awesome. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I can say the numbers, but I, he's no, going to make like $3 million dollars yeah. off this deal. In a year. Uh, in a year. Yeah. And I'm like, we're in the wrong fucking business. Mm. Like, I mean, we didn't even make 400000 off this guy, and he's making, and we did all the improvements. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, he took the risk. He took the risk on us, and now he's already got us in Durham on a huge project and got us in with some other investors that are doing some stuff. So it's good, but it's, you know. Well, the commercial always turns into additional residual mm-hmm. business, right? Because they always buy another unit. They always buy, and apart, how he says, and he, he hates to kind of say it, but apartments are kind of recession-proof because mm-hmm. people always have to have a home. People can't always buy a home, but they always have to have apartments now. And I remember when I was a kid, living in an apartment was like, oof, you're living in an apartment. Apartment living now is bomb. Nice yeah. I'm yes. jealous yeah. of all these amenities. Like, yeah. holy It's like shit. a resort. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's and insane. Like you said, they, they're so nice now. You know what? Like, so nice. An apartment used to be like, a ho- little hotel room. Right. Yeah. Now you walk in and you're like, granite everywhere. Oh, yeah. Or Water- Gorilla Stone everywhere. Right. right? right. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's amazing. But it is, they, the new ones constantly keep, make the old ones have to constantly keep up. So about every seven years, we're actually starting a property in April. How we already renovated it seven years ago. And we're now going back to re-renovate it. What is the well, longevity or the lifetime of like, so you look at apartments like in South End. Because mm-hmm. I know the way that they're built. It's all about ROI, right? Oh, yeah. And, but at the same time, they look pretty nice. Right. But like, what's the lifeline of some of those? Because you sit there and they pop up. I'm like, is it 10 years? Is it 15 years? Do they Can well, they get 20 out of it if they renovate it four times? Like, it used to be 10 to 15 years. That used to be the rule of thumb. Now it's between 7 and 10 Yeah, is what they say. Um, it, it's That's because it, it, the styles. Yeah. You know, they put... All white cabinet. Well, white cabinets will go out eventually. Like you know, then you got to change that up. It, it's and they're usually the the apartments are the last. Like once the apartment's doing it, you know that that style's about to change because they're the last <laughs> ones. They have to see it everywhere for five years before they even think about mm-hmm. doing it. And then like we're already starting to get into like these two love black, right? Black I cabinets, love, black. Everything. So, black. so our showroom, black. our showroom is going to have a badass, you know, black inset cabinets with. Black stone. It's going to be badass. Probably. I don't know if we're going to get the black fridge if we can't. If we can get one, it's pretty. I don't think anybody can get a black fridge right now. It's got gold (laughs) bars on. It's dope. But anyway, it's like. But by the time that that stuff is like everywhere, then apartments will start doing. They're always like the last one. They're not the first because they have to see it, see it, and see it, and see it, and then they say, okay, let's do that. People like that now. That's wild. So. Well, people what? obviously take a lot longer to renovate their house or do something. Yeah. But with so many people moving here, it's incredible. I mean, like the I, what is, is it still a hundred people a day? Like the uh, the plus and minus yeah. of whoever moves in moves yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, we can all tell by the traffic because all of us who have been here for this long, you know, we it's joke insane. around about during COVID, we never stopped working, right. and we were like, oh my gosh, there's nobody on 485. Okay, everybody, we go 95 now. So yeah, if you're gosh. gonna come join us back, everybody, like you better start going fast. But it's amazing how many people here and how much. It's just every yeah. road now is traffic. I feel like we're in Atlanta, you know? I mean, it's, it's exactly crazy. What's happening. So be. it's it's yeah. all these people oh, yeah. are moving in, 100%. and they're, they they want to make their a home their own. So their turnaround will probably be even less because they want to make it their own home. So what, every five years people usually move? Typically yeah. that's kind of... How's your supply with, with stone in general? Uh, Stone's the stone, not the problem. Stone hasn't been the problem. We've, we've gotten some increases in prices. Now we just got a a fuel surcharge the other day for an extra hundred dollars of delivery so you got to try to get more than one for sure on each one but other than that it's it's really stone cabinets aren't our problem it's 
everything well, else. The high it's cabinets. the lighting. It's the flooring. It's the plumbing. That's yeah. the shit that's like hard to get. Right plumbing now. is really bad right now. I mean, plumbing is. I, 12 weeks out some of it if, if you're going high end I mean if you're going off of Amazon it's quick you know but right. if you want something that's a brand like Brizzo we love Brizzo but they're they're out there like our one of our cabinet liners um, lines they're 26 weeks out yeah I mean that's two years how do you how do you even plan for this you know like, and then by the time you get it do you even like it still there's a new style <laughs> you know? like, like to your point earlier yeah. it's like damn two yeah. years it's hard we, yeah. we have that conversation yeah. with a lot of people because it hits every industry yeah. right? even if it's just a hat I had a, a construction company that was asking me about hats and I told them they're like oh y'all are getting hit by the supply chain too and I'm like well let's talk about what you do like, right. are you completing buildings? Well, no, we can't even get roofs right now. O right. Okay, well, let's just, let's, we'll put it that way. Right. Like, it's, it's every industry. <laughs> just It doesn't matter what you're selling. And, I mean, that's a whole other conversation of where these things are made and what we should be doing in the United States of America. Correct. Um, and hopefully we will mm, move that direction. Yeah. Well, I think everybody um, underestimates how much everything actually trickles down to every industry. Like, people totally. think that fuel only affects people who drive SUVs. No, it affects the trucks. Yeah. So how everybody. do you think you're getting all your stuff, your groceries, your everything? It trickles down to everyone. It's insane. Somebody, there was an Instagram video. He was uh, filling up his RV, and literally, it was like it was insane. It was like thirteen hundred dollars <laughs> to fill up his RV, and they're like, "This was his mortgage payment, right?" right. I mean, it's like unbelievable. Right. I mean, you just sit right. there. I hope you're great. living in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was cool until now. Yeah. <laughs> so, last question for you guys before we let you go. Um, you guys, you live together, you work together, you're together twenty three hours a day. Yes. Minus what's the what's the secret? Because I say this a lot. Me and my wife, she's a realtor. I'm in this business. We love each other. Mm -hmm. There ain't no way in hell <laughs> that we're going into business together. So what's the secret sauce so everybody else can? Uh, well, the secret is that's we started the opposite of most people. We started working together. She actually worked for me at the last company, but then we started our own company. But we started working together, became best friends. Mm -hmm. And then the business came later. So it it was already, we already knew each other really well. We we got to taste the milk before we bought the cow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean. We, st we started, everything went opposite. We were like working together, then we were best friends, then we, start, then we started the business, and then we started dating. Yeah. It was all the opposite. It wasn't like, oh, we're dating. Well, let's start a business. It, that would have never worked. Yep. We did it the other way, and, and it just somehow works well that's, you know and we that's don't the secret we don't tell anybody that works for us that we will be able to separate personal from business because we can't no we try to Nobody not ever can. let it carry yeah. but it's impossible so why would i make that kind of promise when i can't uphold it yeah. so everything that person's like in your marriage that's exactly what they're like in business too and so if you have a different expectation than that you're you're gonna fail in one or both yep. which sucks so don't put yourself in that position like be really realistic like if he's gonna be great about this he's gonna be great about this in business too so it can't carries over don't think that it's going to change so i think or try to change it right? or try yeah. to change it you know and, <laughs> and because are who they are we met so you know so much it's, later in life too like we are who we are i knew exactly what he was like when i was right. going to be his partner i knew exactly what he was going to be like when we started to date so i already like i already knew so it made it a lot more like well i get it like i i knew what i was getting into you know absolutely and same yeah. for him 
It changes on the second go round. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on the second. <laughs> Most people are. Well, well, we or they we will. We, we know oh, what, yeah. We know what we already felt at. Right. And right. we know what we want and we know who we are and we're right. comfortable with it was that. It's a practice yeah. And you love me for that or you don't. Right. Right. And, and no, if 100%. you do, then we got something. You nailed yeah. it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I love so. it. So for all of our listeners, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Um, Emma's in the room, and, and she's not on a mic, though, but you need to follow their Instagram. Everything that they do is incredible, and, and you will fall in love with the brand uh, Gorilla Stone. And like I also said, if you want to follow you know, Howie and uh, Lauren's um, adventures, you won't be disappointed in those either, I promise you. <laughs> um, I guess they can, they can GorillaStone.com. Uh, is our website or Instagram is is the most active thing. Uh, I think we have Facebook, but I hate Facebook. So yeah. um, it's Gorilla Stone Inc. Um, at Gorilla Stone Inc. is our Instagram. And then... We do have a phone number. I don't even know what it is, though. I honestly don't either. A work phone number. <laughs> I got Lane Constructions right here. There. Yeah. 980 yeah. 521 That's, That's my cell phone. That's all. all right. Well, yeah. there you go. You know what? It is, um, it is the best way to probably catch us because... Yeah. Um, we have a work phone, but honestly, we like to feel we're so hands on. We're so involved in every aspect of our business that I would like them to talk to me first or text me first. Texting is better, by the way, yeah. if you're going to try to call uh, me. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, we like to be able to actually speak to the people right away. And then Emma kind of vets them out a little bit and, and feels them up if they're the right client for us, because no is not a bad word. Sometimes we're not the right client for, you know, we're not the right company for people. But if we aren't, we can point them in a different direction. But. I could not agree with that better. Yeah, you know, so. it's it's like dating. It's got to work on both sides. Oh, absolutely. And business is the same way. Yeah. You know, we like to work with people that are fun and cool. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to work same. with assholes. Right. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> Don't be mean. Life's too short. Um, awesome. <laughs> well, you guys are fantastic. Your story's great. Um, I, I loved hearing more about it. I feel like I know a lot more about you guys. Um, if you're listening, please like, share, comment, go check out Lane Construction, follow Gorilla Stone. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And if you are, uh, you know, a, a, an owner of apartment complexes or you're a builder, and you're looking for some new stone, Gorilla Stone will be it. It's it's awesome. It's beautiful. And they do an amazing job. So Howie and Lauren, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, until you. next time, you have been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.